What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Devontae's World Vlog Series, Black Men Win, where we interview dope-ass black men um, from every, from all walks of life. And today, uh, of course, I'm your host, Devontae, you feel me? But of course, we got um, a, good, a, a, a good brother in the building, um, Detroit brother in the building, 313 <laughs> brother in the building, you feel me? It's all, it's, it's all love. When we talk and everything, this man is taking over the city with the podcast, with the Change the Subject podcast. Um, but I want him to actually gas himself because that's actually the first question uh, <laughs> on the um, on the um, on our Black Men Win series. So before I, I gas you too much, you know, BJ, <laughs> I, <laughs> I want you to gas yourself. Tell the people at home who you are. Um, yeah, just tell them what you do, uh, where you from, your background, everything. Oh man. Um, well, I'm BJ. I'm known to um most people as Dare Go BJ. Um, and I host a show. It's called Change the Subject. And the idea behind Change the Subject is real simple. Um, it's pretty much just saying that everybody that I know gets tired of talking about the same shit. Amen. You know, so um, it's easy for us to um, just kind of deflect from bullshit. It's like, hey, look, man, change the subject. Yeah. So um, that's where it actually comes from. Um, I represent Detroit. I'm from the West Side, Seven Mile, hey. Last Year. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, I come from wow. those hey, parts. Wow. Up in here. For that? sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah it's um. You know, it's pretty much, you know, the city. Like, you know, yeah. I got people everywhere in the city. But mainly, you know, I think of, like, high school, middle school, you know, yeah. just, you know, my bearings and getting those things, you know, together. It all kind of, like, sat right in that area of Seven yeah. Mile last year between, like, Seven and Evergreen, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah um, I don't really – I don't really know where – you know, a lot of my listenership and a lot of my love um, stems from because mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm just cool. You know what I'm right. saying? Like yeah. I speak, I show respect and I'm just surprised at how many people, you know, see me out of state and it's like, hey man, you BJ. You know what I'm saying? Like you really don't think that hey. you're working hard hey, like BJ. that. Listen, you, when I got into the game, you, I think, I think I think we probably got into it at around the same time. Yeah, yeah. And I remember specifically you had the dopest ass intro for the uh, podcast awards for the um oh man what was it the uh, Pie Excellence Awards was that you? Somebody, I think so. That was you, dog. Hell yeah, that was you, bro. You yeah. <laughs> you had the dope ass video clip. That like, cause you got nominated for two awards. Yeah, and for sure. You you had this dope ass video clip, and I was like, oh hell yeah, I'm voting for my man. Like yeah. I'm, voting, I'm voting for my man, and I'm like, damn, how do you get this fucking intro like this? Like nigga, I need to get up on that. So it's just like I'm like, oh this nigga gonna keep me on my toes. I, I need to follow him. I need to make sure I'm <laughs> on his neck. Like, like but in yeah, a good man, way, it's, you know what I'm like it's not like, really, it's really people. It's really people support me for real because yeah. I'm so like introverted. I ain't really trying to be on front street. I'm really the dude in the background. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. 
a lot of times it's just like bj you need to do more visual bj you need to be on live bj you need to do this right and so that is what really you know pushes me to do more um in the culture because my my thing my most important purpose and all of this is making sure people can save themselves from you know the pitfalls Absolutely. like that's my thing it's like man look if we can keep each other you know straight narrow and level-headed you know making sure that black men understand the importance of spiritual emotional and mental physical financial health like those type of things like we gotta we gotta do that first like it ain't really about you know oh i put on for my city which i mm-hmm. i care about that but you know what i'm saying there's so many people that are just as dope and doper than me yeah. that you know that need their bearings that Absolutely. need that you know that level mind or that that support system so like those are the things that matter the most like i'm not really you know trying to get the attention i just want you know i just want the respect like Absolutely. he really did something you know what Absolutely. i'm saying so, Absolutely. yeah Man, you, you really touched on like the second question and honestly um, so do you believe that as black men, uh, do we support each other enough, uh, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, right? Cause you, I, I seen you harped on that too. I was like, man, he about to yeah. go right into the second question. I was like, well, For go sure. ahead then, bro. Well, shit, shit, <laughs> share, share the conversation. But no, dude, um, this is, this is, this is something when I created this series, uh, I, I wanted to continue, I wanted to showcase black men of, of all like, of all kind, you understand what I'm saying? For because, sure. Um, what we don't, what I always say about black men is that no matter how common at the core we may be, we all had different upbringings, right? Different mm-hmm. generations, different decades, different upbringings, um, different cultures, you understand what I'm saying? For so, sure. Um, the purpose of black men when it's just to um, celebrate the black men that are on this platform, and to showcase them. So, and, and to have these kind of, I don't want to say tough, com, you know, tough in, like interviews or, you know, trying to, you know, stretch your mind, but I love my black men. So I want us to see us win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. this question for me is probably one of my favorite questions on the, uh, on the, on the sheet because, um, I always think about this every day. Like this is this is something that I think about. How can we as black men, and then me first as a black man, continuously better myself in all these areas? So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um. In my opinion, I don't think we support each other enough. Yeah. And to be honest, this is just you know keeping it how we keep it from you know yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Um. The reason why I think it's so hard for men to support each other is because support, like anything else to a man, is vulnerability. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm a dude. I openly, like, tell people, like, it's dudes from my hood that, you know, not as smart as me, not as well-spoken as me. Um, It's a lot of things that I can definitely point out, but those guys still are better than me at certain things. Absolutely. You know, I still got to give it up to a lot of the brothers who, even though they weren't the most intellectual, they saved me from so many pitfalls just by having street knowledge. Like it's so many things that we can 
um, a tribute to how we can support here and understand each other. But the first part of it is to be vulnerable enough to say, I got flaws. I'm not, I'm not always the nigga I see in my own mind or mm-hmm. I don't have it all together. You know, it's a nigga yeah. out here fresher than me. It's a nigga yeah. out here more, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you got to really put yourself in that vulnerable place to own what it is yeah, and who it is that you are. And once you get that part down, it, it'll become a lot easier for you to say, Hey man, I respect bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, or you can, you can welcome yourself into the space to introduce yourself to people. Like you don't have to feel like somebody had to pull you in. You just know like, okay, my energy is right. It looked like his energy is right. Let me say what up. You know what I'm saying? Like what, and what is like, I love, I, I, I agree with you 150,000% because <laughs> I mean, I think there's a tie shifting. Um, yeah, right now it is. Right definitely. now, you know what I'm saying? There's a tide shifting right now in black men, black male vulnerability, black male transparency, black male honesty, right? For sure. Um, and I think, to your point, we have to give it up to the old heads and the OGs mm-hmm. um, because we wouldn't have made it here without them, right? That's, right, that's, just, right, that's just a right. big fact. But I think where a lot of us as younger adults get lost in the sauce is that we we kind of want to sit here and, and 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 push too hard and we think we know it so much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, hold up, hold up. Like, there's a lot of things that I do unconventional. Don't get me wrong. And there's a lot of things that I challenge when it comes to the black male mind. But at the same time, the black male mind is what got me to this place. They, this is what helped me, you know, shape me in a way. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this is what got me here. You know, my father, um, he wasn't the, the the typical stereotypical black man. He was a lot more caring and everything like that. He, he was a lot more mm-hmm. showing love and everything, you know. But I have uncles who are that stereotypical black male. You understand? Right, right, right. And that's okay for me. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's just what they know. That's the generation that came up. And I think what we have to understand as younger black men is that we don't know the trials, tribulations, the struggles um, and everything that our ancestors, even our OGs and everything had to had to shoulder back in the day. And then their their generations had to show. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like it was just a revelation. Like, OK, you know what? We are having a tired turn and we are seeing a lot of great changes coming about and we have to be able to be vulnerable. Right. And 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 to be able to let black men be vulnerable in their own way because we don't know how to. Or no. a lot of us don't know no. how. We don't know how. You you know, you tell a man you should cry, you should cry. You know, a lot of men don't know how to do that shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of men don't know how to do that shit. Like for me, I can I can do it on the fly. Like I, I I have that ability, but a lot of black men can't do that. I can't tell another black man, yo, it's I can say yeah, it's okay to cry, it's okay to feel, but that's new for them if they don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, so it man, you hit on a lot on that one. That was good. Yeah, it's it's gonna take a minute. You know, it's gonna um, take a long time. Yeah, it's. 
it's been a minute, you know, like we <laughs> we behind the curve on that. But yeah, a lot. Um, I think that I think that black men are deserving of that time. You know what I I'm saying? I think this goes to the third question. Um, mm-hmm. Do we continue to let our generational curses in our community as black men hinder us from experiencing and realizing our true potential? And I think that just ties into what the yeah it does. About. Like literally. Um, yeah. That question for me always gets a mixed response because, um, you know, different generations of of men have done the interview and different generations of men um, see it in a different way. You know what I'm saying? And the yeah. and me having the ability to um, read and hear the answers and or hear the answers is really great to see um, a lot of various answers when it comes to this question. So I wanted to get uh, just you elaborate on how the generational curses have hindered us and then how we as black men could could probably move as we're moving forward how can we um see and realize our true potential if we haven't yet yeah um the and I hate, I hate, I gotta say it, but I gotta oh, say, yeah, it. Bro, say it. <laughs> say but, um, I think, I think we gotta dial everything back. And, mm. um, now you we know, have, we can't do that. Yeah. Now we, you know, we can't do that. No. We got to. <laughs> we got we to. to. No, for real. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think it's boiling down to a very selfish, self centered, um, mind state yeah. that our men need to go to. And uh, un, I mean, this is so unfortunate, but in certain instances, a lot of people are going to have to be upset with black men for a minute. That means our women have to be mm. subsided for a while because there's, there's things that we have to really unpack when we talk about um, breaking generational curses. And one of the things that I think we have to start talking about is our responsibilities to other people before we assume responsibilities for ourselves. That could be our families, that could be our women, our children, our jobs, all of these different entities that always seem to come before the black man. Now keep in mind, we just was talking about how the black man doesn't even have the abilities to cry. And what crying represents a lot of times is everything that most black men lack in communication as well. Right. So when a black man is crying, it's an indicator of something either penetrating or hurting him at this particular moment. Right. If he can't cry, that means he can't identify his pain. Right. If he can't cry, that means that he can't even understand what's happening to him. When right. you talk about, a man being transparent. Think about a job interview and how often you go to a job not even being yourself in the interview. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so many, it's so many instances to where we have to um put on a face. Oh face. A face or a you know a you know a brand of something other than who we truly are. So when we go to this dial back period, a lot of people are going to be mad at us. Our mamas are going to be mad at us because that goes against a lot of what she taught us, which was the best that she knew. 
but yeah. it's not conducive to the black man's healing, the progress that he needs to make as to, I really didn't want to be what y'all raised me to be, or I really didn't feel what, you know, I was exposed to. Yeah, in my house, we serve the Lord, but I got questions about the Bible. Like Absolutely. all of these different things that we have to kind of like go back and pick apart for ourselves so that when we do step up to these responsibilities of, you know, marriage, taking care of families, having careers, financially, emotionally, physically, you know, in stable positions, all of these things, we're secure in these these places. And I, I mean, it's, I wish I really did know the exact answer, but I just think that going back, yeah, going back to where it started, because that's where a lot of our generational curses come from. You know, we've heard that, you know, a black man is supposed to. Okay, cool. We heard that before we were introduced to our feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you gave us a job before you gave us the education of how to even handle the things that you're introducing to us. So it's like, look, man, I just want to be me for a minute. I want to sit in my feelings. I want to unpack all of these things that I've been feeling that nobody understands. I want to go get therapy. I want to do the things that is going to better me. I don't want to focus on everybody all the time. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's the area that black men are in. And you, and you seeing it, you seeing it. Like it's so many dudes who, I'm in. yeah, it's so many dudes stepping up and, you know, we taking care of our, you know, our mental health, our skin, we going back to school, we getting degrees, shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, hit that milestone. Like we doing what we got to do to be better. And we not even listening to the naysay and the negativity that comes from sometimes our women, sometimes our neighborhood, our society, our community. We not hearing it. We still stepping up. Okay. This is no shot to my queens my black woman because if anybody uplifts black women it is me that is that is my thing <laughs> i also keep it one motherfucking hundred there has been a spike in just black male disrespect from a lot of black women that i've just been seeing and i'm like for what you yeah. know what i'm saying and it's not like these dudes are doing anything, right? You just mad mm-hmm. because the attention ain't on you no more. You know, and yeah. I think once a black man, because I know for me, for me personally, I know through most of my friendships and most of my relationships, I've all I, I'm an observer, so I I love to scope. And the thing about it is, when I observe other black male friendships compared to my friendships, I've always asked myself, like, why is my friendships a lot more deeper? Why are they a lot more, like, caring? Why do do I care so much? And that's just the makeup of how my mom raised me. Like, she raised me like, listen, cry if you need to, but whoop his ass. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a second time come up. You know what I'm saying? She She always said, like, listen, give... If if he hits if if something happened, just let it just let it slide because you're bigger than that. Now if it happened again, go for it. You understand? Right, right, right. But she never never not said like, listen, don't don't sit here and not feel, right? Mm-hmm. So I always had the blueprint of why aren't men 
not feeling. And I'm like, is that a thing? So once I just, you know, got into adulthood, got into college, started understanding us, I was like, oh, we don't feel. We don't have that feeling at all. I don't even, they don't even know what a feeling is. And I think as black women, because they've seen our black men not feel for so long and be providers, protectors, hard workers and everything, now black men are sitting in stillness and feeling. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't know what to do with that. And, yeah, I, yeah, and I think no a, lot, a lot of us don't know what to do with all that feeling, emotion, especially right now. You at home. Mm-hmm. Right? You at home. You in all this feeling, emotion. You with your girl that you probably never with for real. Right? Mm-hmm. And you seeing kids that, let's keep it real, that you probably don't even see like that. So mm-hmm. you don't know nothing. So it's just like all these, it's so, it, it is so much to unpack in that, in that alone. And yeah. I'm sitting here like, yo, the black, the black man is just so complex. Like, I love the black woman and I know she's complexer in a way, but dissecting the black man and understanding his mental state, like, the last thing on our mind is literally trying to sit here and feel. And that's just mm-hmm. keeping it 100 for everybody that's watching, right? Mm-hmm. And I think BJ has a point. He has a 100% point in which we are dialing it back. And this dialing yeah. it back era is taking a toll on all of us right now because we are dialing it back so we can figure out, okay, what do we need to do to, to really be the heads of our family in a, in a new and better way? Because the shit that we were doing, you know, 50, 60 years ago cannot work in this culture. Now, if you yeah. can sit here and, and be that and stay that, but most of the time it's not going to work, especially not in this right now. And with a lot more black men who are able to sit here and not even cry, but just be able to be vulnerable to yourself first. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then to others, um, I think it's a way that is changing and, it, and it's being more fruitful. Even to men who are in relationships and have done the, the, the okie dokes and the dirty shit, for them to sit here and really understand like, okay, I have to be better for me. You know what I'm saying? And then my family. And for black women to adjust, I have to give it to the black women who are adjusting Mm-hmm. And literally helping their men, you know, their brothers, you know, their uncles, their fathers, boyfriends, fiancés, husbands, through this right now of literally adjusting and, 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 and understanding that, oh, okay, he's feeling, oh, he's really feeling, oh, he's, mm-hmm. he, oh, he's, he's emotional. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think black male emotion is a, a very complex emotion that I don't think a lot of people get. They they won't get it initially because while they're seeing it unfold, he's still figuring it out. So like yeah. even even while you're seeing it, if you were to ask him what that was or what that experience was like, he's probably not going to be able to communicate it still because this is the this is the introduction to it all. I think like when I look at a lot of the women, mm-hmm. their responses to it. I think that women have for so long, even though a lot of what we can say 
about the things that they're saying. Some of it is true. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock it and make it seem like Never it's knock. just, you know, Never negativity. Right. But um, we have to start to pay closer attention to a lot of the things that they're saying as well, because there's a dial back point that a woman has to get to. And this is the perfect time for her too. like um, it used to as a man, even today, you know, it used to really bother me when I used to hear women say all of the good men are in relationships, married, they pretty much have something else going on. And it was, it was almost to say like none of the men that are present or available were worth the time of day. But what you have to also understand is this, that woman that's making that comment is paying more attention to unavailable men than she is what's available to her. So there's something that she has to look into for herself as well. Why are you paying attention to something that you can't even have? You know what I'm saying? Like, and this, this is, this is that process that dialing back will teach you. It's like, look, man, I can't pay attention to what everybody's opinions or everybody's perspectives are because I'm still trying to figure this thing out. So when you pay attention to yourself, when you become selfish with yourself, vulnerable with yourself, those things that you hear, you'll be able to understand and pick apart and not take as personal because if anything, when you hear these things that they're saying, they just want you to step up and do what they want you to do. Basically, it's not it's not to say that oh we've totally discarded every person that has ever wronged us. They'll still call that old motherfucker that did the bullshit if it get that bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hey. So don't pay don't pay the energy or attention to that shit at all. Just keep doing what you're doing. The positive things, the things that you know is to your betterment. And you'll see the way in which things will change. Because I always tell dudes when, you know, they complain about the women who are not making themselves available or always having a high list of standards or whatever your argument is. A woman with high standards would definitely relax them if she finds a man that owns this shit. Come I don't on. Care what, yes, I don't yes, care what yes. nobody say. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. She can tell you all day long, you got to have this, 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 and this. But if you come to the table honest, owning your shit, knowing what your problems are, knowing where they come from, all of those things, oh, she'll relax some of that and give you the opportunity to not only be in her space, but to also you know, yield or even heed to some of the things that she knows will help you get to where you need to be. Because if anybody we can learn from as men, when it comes to emotion, it's definitely women. Come on. You know what I'm saying? That's where I got it from. Yeah, that's That's where I got it from. You feel me? Like, that's where we, like, the was the first one, the absolutely first. And it's crazy because I'm like, most of the relationships that I've had have uh, been very, um, I've had emotionless women. Mm-hmm. And my mom is very emotional. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I'm not emotional to that T, but like, I do show emotions. Like, I'm not the one to just sit here and be like, oh, 
I'm going to just let this shit go. Oh, no, 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 no. You're wrong. Okay? You mm-hmm. you need to take accountability for this. Oh, this ain't going to fly for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm that one. So it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very different. So, um, black, oh, man, black male emotion is, is, it's so complex, man. It is, it is to the point where it's complex. It's, it's so much, um, there, uh, especially when it comes to who you, who raised you, where you was raised, how you was raised. So, mm-hmm. um, I think to number four, you, I think you answered number four, but I want to just, uh, get into it. Like, what can we do for us as black men? Um, for the next generation, you know what I'm saying? Because they're coming up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, was, I was looking, <laughs> I was looking at a, a meme that said, you got to stop putting millennials and Gen Z's uh, in the same category because yeah. millennials are like 25-ish to 38-ish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We grew up with, what did they say? We grew up with um, Pimp My Ride. They, they grew up with, um, uh, 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 what was that? Facebook? Like, mm-hmm. what did they say? We, we grew up with um, Black Planet. There we go. We grew up with Black yeah, Planet. Yeah, yeah. Facebook. So, you know, it's, I see I see this new generation of Black men coming up. Um, I've never looked at myself as a leader-ish type, say. You know what I'm saying? Always mm-hmm. just trying to, trying to help as much as I can. Um, just being a servant, you know, trying to be a servant yeah. as much as I can. So, how can we, um, as black men individually, uh, right. improve our overall community for the next uh, generation? Um, that will, that will have to be an establishment of a core value. Um, it doesn't, but it's not specific to um, the things that we aspire or care about individually. It has to be just like things that we, um, we give our brothers permission to see in each other um it has to be something that we take pride in like i i know for a lot of us like we can't see each other because um either you're a christian he's muslim you're straight he's gay it's like you can't see that he's still a man and as complex as the emotions are so are um men in general you know what i'm saying there are some men who have um, characteristics that a lot of us just can't understand. But one thing about unity is not always about togetherness. Unity technically means despite the fact that we're different. Yeah. You know, being able to um, yeah. see each other for who we truly are. So I think that like core values have to be instilled, allowing those spaces for men to be who they are, despite what they choose. Um, giving them the opportunity to, of course, be who they are is definitely paramount. And then I think that we have to redesign or repurpose ourselves for our women because it's as much as as much as we'll say all day long, we want to be providers, protectors, the whole shit. It's a man out here that don't give a shit about that. Don't and give it's a cool. fuck, BJ. It's cool. <laughs> Like, ah. I, you know, I can respect the fact, like, look, I don't want to be taking care of people. You know, I don't want to, yeah. you know, be putting, like, people don't understand what it means to be a protector. Think about the guy that, as a black man, life is already on the line just by being yeah. black. Yeah. And then, 
you got to jump out here in front of bullets for your women, your children. Like, hey, look, man, I don't want to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, like, be under the gun my whole life. Yeah. So, you know, you have to understand that, like, protector means something. Like, there's some, you know, there's some, some costs, some liabilities yeah. to that responsibility. Yeah. And sometimes as men, as uncomfortable as it is, because you want to be the superhero for your women. You got to be real. Hey, look, man, I don't want to do this shit. I don't want to get married. You I'm, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm trying to tell my black men just be, how you be real, Ty? Tell them. <laughs> me, I, <laughs> BJ, my mama always told me to keep it one thousand. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, keep it one thousand. You know, you know, even if it hurts your feelings. And here's the thing: like, I've had people keep it one thousand for me, and it hurt my feelings, but it gave me so much honesty. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? I'm like, you know, yeah. I respect that more than mm-hmm. you lying to me or not saying anything at all or talking to Tom, Barry, and Joe over here. You know, yeah, for yeah. sure, for like, sure. And so for me, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do how people have done me, you know, so I'm going to keep it 1,000 with you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I would tell my, like, listen, I can't do some plumbing, but I can rotate a tire. You know what I'm saying? For I'm sure, saying? for sure. I can't, I can change your oil, but um, I probably can't fix your muffler. You know what I'm saying? I can't yeah. do it. It's just yeah. shit that I can't do that your granddad know how to do. Or your yeah. dad know how to do that. I just can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? But I do know how to do some shit. That's your granddad or your dad don't know how to do it. I try to tell you that. Yeah. You know so yeah. it's just like, yo, that repurpose is really real because a lot of people are not their father or their grandfather. That's yeah. Cool. Ain't trying to be your daddy. Ain't trying you know? to be that for you. That's nah. and, and, and to your point, that goes back into how black women have to now repurpose their lives and per- repurpose yeah they deserve it they deserve it because you, you know black women some most black women don't even need a fucking protector my mama has a nine at the house <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like, like but you know <laughs> it's it's rough for them too it you is. know what i'm saying you it's rough for them it too is because i know like just like my mama i know there's black women out there that don't just that don't want to be single, you know what I'm saying? That don't want to sit here and be protecting themselves and be mm-hmm. like that. Like, you know, the fact that my mama has to get a gun, it does like scare me and shit like that. But at the same time, I know that, you know, she knows how to use it, she protects it. But at the same time, it's like, damn, you know, it's, it's whack ass dudes out here that literally just don't know how to sit here and just be that. Cause to yeah. point, I'm like through my whole childhood and even through now, through my childhood to now, I've seen my mama go through, um, go through niggas and these niggas, most of the niggas that she's went through have been trash, mm-hmm. have been trash. I've told her to her face. I'm like, be trash, trash, mm-hmm. trash, trash. She'll tell you, I don't like, mo- I didn't like most of them. I probably mm-hmm. like two, including my dad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So it's like these niggas are trash. And for me, it was like it was an early understanding that it didn't matter what age you were. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. your mentality. Cause I'm like, it's it's 60 year olds acting like college kids. Yeah. And but I'm they like, missing out. They missing out on that dial back moment. You feel me? And I'm like, like finding finding what the root of those issues were. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why so many of them niggas is 60 and 70. Still trying to ball, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Still trying to ride like we Still riding. Walks. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> but it's it's but bro, it's fifty, forty year olds still on that shit, dog. Like, I'm like, bro, I don't get the like. It gets to a point, like, okay, this is the question because I knew it was a question that I wanted to ask you on top of this before we before we end the interview. Like, mm-hmm. is there a thing where black people, particularly black men, we say, "I want you to be better than me," right? When I say that to somebody, I really want them to be better, right? I really want them to succeed. Like, I, they be like, bro, I want to I wanna be like you when I grow up. Ah, bro, be better than you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I got pitfalls and I'm going through shit. But you see me do this shit, don't do what I'm doing. Be better than me, right? Yeah, real shit. Um, why I think. It, why is it that, in a sense, we we hear it? But it, it 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 feels it also the perception feels like a lot of our OGs and old heads don't want to see it in a way. Because that means if you want everybody to be better than you, you still left out. Mm. So like when you say that, think about think about the potential of the people who were already probably on the trajectory of being better than you. You probably didn't even have to say that to that young nigga. He was already on a trajectory anyway. So when you look back at when you look back at all of that energy, just how they say, like, you know, you know, you speak things into existence before you know it, you will realize that you encouraged everybody that came within your your reach Mm -hmm. to do um, exceedingly. And then you'll look back and say, well, damn, none of them niggas reached back to pull OG up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Before you know it, you looking back and it's like the whole world has passed you and left you, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's just not comfortable to 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 mean it like you intended, because what you should have been saying is I want to be better than right. me. Absolutely. That's what like include yourself. You know what I'm saying? Include yourself in that. And a lot of times, like when you say I want you to be better than me. Sometimes what you're not realizing that you are saying is you feel like the opportunity for you to change has left you. Yeah. Yeah. So like that most people have probably is like they don't have that opportunity because yeah. it's like I'm all I'm always gassing myself. I'm the ultimate gas station. <laughs> like, I, like I have to like with, with everything that I'm doing, I'm like, I'm pushing myself not like on 94 going 120 on the dash like i'm not playing so for mm-hmm. me it's easy to sit here and be like yo go do it because i see the potential in you You gotta be better than me. you understand mm-hmm. what i'm saying because i'm about to be the best you understand what i'm saying for like sure. i'm about for to sure. be out here doing it so mm-hmm. this is this is the line this is the tier that you're gonna have to climb and i'm still climbing i'm not stopping so mm-hmm. but i do see that a lot of people a lot of our men who are older you know, they get complacent, you know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of factors that go into that. They get complacent, they get comfortable, you know, and the theme of I want you to be better is like, I want them to be better because maybe of the circumstances or because of, you know, how I grew up and I don't want them to go down the same road. Or like I said, there's a lot of factors, but I want, I think I just want my OGs to understand like you can do it too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you you can do it too whether whether if it's like 
the years done passed you by and you got that one thing that you just itching to do. Mm-hmm. Like you have the opportunity to do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, don't sit here and cut yourself short just because, you know what I'm saying? You 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 probably fucked over all your years and shit like that. Okay, okay. But yeah. Like, that it happens, bro. Yeah, it really does. And that that's what that's what it it typically is for a lot of the, you know, the older homies that yeah. don't get to see it the way that we do because yeah. that's why I was saying like we got to have like core values in a yeah. sense because um some of our youngins got to you know be brave enough to say hey look man I expect more from you as an OG absolutely you know what I'm yeah. saying it's it yeah it's a conversation that you know a lot of us are afraid to have because respect has always been fear in absolutely. certain spaces so yeah, you just gotta be in that that mind frame of knowing, like, hey, look, I expect more from you, like you expect from me. Like we have to constantly raise the bar for each other. Yeah. Like you know, I want to look across from, you know, me or you and see, you know, the fruits that yeah. you bear. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And knowing, and and knowing that you know, as a a gender, as a culture we can inspire each other from afar because every brother that you touch and every brother that you come in contact with is like on their shit. So it's important for us to have that core. Um, I think that like, if we, if we tell a lot of people that it's okay to not want what everybody else told us we were supposed to want or supposed to do, it's okay that we don't, you know what I'm saying? That we don't want to be family men. Some of us don't know how to exist in that idea because our family lives was fucked up. Mm-hmm. So you asking a man for something that he hasn't been able to even repair within himself. You know, he like, I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, don't even know what it really means. Yeah, don't know what it means because all he knows is how it felt when, right. you know, daddy beating his mama ass and all that shit that niggas see that we haven't, you know, gotten therapy or closure for. So it's a lot of things that people ask of men that we have to understand first before we give it to anybody. The only people that we stand a chance of giving something to right now is ourselves and as fucked up as it sounds it's for the betterment of everybody else that comes in contact with us we have to give to ourselves what we've been starving for for so long so long yeah yeah you know definitely um last question man what does black Mm -hmm. man win mean to you um what is what when you think about the, the the phrase the 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 hashtag what is what is that resonate with you right oh man i see i see so many different directions to um take this in because i think that like when we i'm gonna talk how we talk from detroit and Mm -hmm. you know how we say we got it out the mud yeah you know what i'm saying we see right now with you know the covid19 how everybody has been dispositioned and whether we notice or not, somehow, some way, Detroit has been the focus. Like we just seen Literally. like the, the Clark sisters, you know, their story being told right in the midst of 
us still being in the mud. Like we see that man, legends come from the same mud that we done, you know, grew up out of. And, you know, we get to see that like a lot of us, when we look at getting it out the mud, most of us are being planted. We're, we're in growth periods. We have opportunities to really see ourselves completely because we still, and we have to develop this mind state that despite our circumstances, we're going to propel ourselves past where we are. So winning is like a mind state. So the black, the black men win is a mind state. You have to know that you're doing it for not only yourself, but your gender, because everybody already says that we're not going to do what we say we going to do on top of what we think you should be doing. We doing it all. We, we owning, we buying homes, we going to therapy, we learning how to keep ourselves groomed, we dressing nice, you know, we got credentials, we doing it all, you know, so the black men win is a mind state, but it's also a celebration of those who haven't been defeated by having to get it out the mud or coming from nothing, you know what I'm saying? And, and having those, those hardships because it was meant to keep you exactly where you were. You know, I spent a nice chunk of my childhood in Highland Park, which most will say Ooh. is worse than Detroit. Worse. And you know what I'm saying? Like my whole, my grandma's whole block is That's gone. The they ain't even the mud, bro. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't even have, I can't even ride down my grandma's street and see nothing that I saw when I was a kid. Yeah. Like they wiping away our memories, but for yeah. some reason, I've been able to ascend to different levels. I have opportunities to reach people through my podcast. I get to travel. I get to take care of my household. I got nieces and nephews. I got all of these different things that I didn't think would be as beneficial, but I get to plant seeds into the next generation. I get to also communicate to my own generation and then those above me. We get to have conversations we get to instill a certain level of core value, integrity, and moral in our men by just being content creators. So it's it's so many levels to the black man idea now that can turn that hashtag into a a serious thing because it's a mind state, it's a movement, it's a it's a progression. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things tied into that. But the first thing we have to do is understand that we didn't lose because we started from humble beginnings. It wasn't a loss. It wasn't an L. We have to understand that part first, but I mean, it means so much to, to just think about the fact that everything that was put in place for you to be defeated, you still here. You know, we never thought that we would live to see a global pandemic you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, we didn't think we was going to see that, yeah. you know, but some of us still here, still making stuff happen. You know, we not, we not in like a, a poor state of, you know, mind. And right. it's just so much to attribute to the, you know, the winning mentality of a black man and still being able to hold down their family in the midst of a crisis, still making those provisions, still doing what we know how to do coming from the mud, you know, 
yeah. all of those things. So black men win is like a testament to everything that we are as men. Yep. You know it. what I'm saying? You <laughs> can have it be over here just like. B, I got to get you on the podcast, man. For sure, man. It's I got to get you on the podcast. I, I'd be I, like, dog. I I'd be trying to, like, really get something good. You know, because I don't like to... I don't like to just have, like, any type of conversation. Like, I'd be wanting to, like, really have something catered to people because I know what people are doing out here. So I'd be in, my, in the back of my mind, like, I got to write something cold. Bro, for us to real really no, you know, yeah. like you really came off the dome with that shit, but it came off just again so authentic, so transparent, mm-hmm. so honest, and that's that's the three core foundations of everything that I do when it comes to company stuff, podcast stuff, blog stuff, um, anything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That is it, and I love how you just literally just tore it up and literally just gave. Gave me new life. I know for real. Just gave me new perspective on shit, and um, I appreciate you, man. I thank you. For, I, I just for thank sure, you, for man. You too, brother, let let them know where Anytime. they can find you, man. Let them know where they can listen to you. Um, you can find me everywhere that uh you listen to a podcast. I'm yeah, damn near on man every platform you could think of: Spotify, yeah. Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts, oh, iHeartRadio, yeah. Pandora. Deezer, whatever you, all of where them. all of them. So, all like, if you can't find me on any of them, just let me know, and I get it up so you can find me where you're trying to find it at. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So just type in change the subject wherever you listen to a podcast. If you want to like follow me personally, follow me on Twitter. I'm at a uh, Dergo B J D E R uh, G O B J on Twitter. The subject change on Instagram. Let's kick it. Let's talk, man. You know, it's it's so much to be said about everything and everybody, but I try to speak to the positives, you know, more than anything else. So let's kick it and, you know, build the conversation. Anytime you want to expand the conversation or the ideas of black men, women, relationships, that's my thing. So just hit me up. I'm here. I got you, bro. I appreciate you. For, for sure, for sure. Man. Again, I want to thank DJ for coming through for this dope Black Man Win series. We're going to have another one coming soon. For it's sure. Devontae with the Black Man Win series, and we are out. Peace. Yes, sir.